yeah. Hey everyone, welcome to Talking Me, where we talk about anything and everything. I'm Iman, and today I'm with my best mates from uni. And in this episode, we're going to reflect on our years at uni and give you some tips as well. Um, talk about personal stories, maybe even regrets. So I'm going to let everyone introduce themselves first. Um, so hi, my name is Prisha. I lived with Iman in first year. Um, and yeah, we've just had a great time at uni, so you'll hear about it. Uh, I'm Katie, I also lived with Amon and the others in first year, um, and then last year I went abroad, so I haven't finished uni yet, but um, yeah, had a great time with you all. Hi, I'm David, and I live with everyone here as well in first year. It was class. Cool, um, shall we start off with like, sort of our first days of uni, what we expected, things like that? Yeah, so I mean, we all kind of moved in at the same day um, and all had to like meet up and York does it in such a way that um, they kind of make you go to some talks and things. And I remember one of them being really funny and we all had to kind of sit together. Um, so I feel like we also had these things called sticks, which were like second and third year students. And so they kind of helped us to bond a bit in Freshers Week and got us to do things together. So that actually helped us. Um, we lived with... Uh, 12 other people so we were in a house of 16 that was great maths there um, and basically um out of the 16 I think a lot of people got on really well and it meant that you could meet like a lot of different people um and so yeah I mean in Freshers Week we did like all the main events and um we'll probably touch on it a bit more but like there were like drinking events but non-drinking events so it was all very like um open to anyone um and it was a great way to meet people um, if you kind of didn't feel like your housemates or your flatmates were kind of your type of people. Yeah, I'll just like continue, I guess. Um, I feel like I really, really remember that first day when we all like moved in. And I just think like everyone was obviously so nervous and like we knew who we'd be living with for most of us anyway. Um, before you get like, we, we made like a group chat and so you could kind of get to know people through that. And so it was almost like, am I being catfished by these people? Like, are they actually going to be the people that I've been chatting to? And like, are we going to get on? And like, you kind of put this pressure on yourself of like, okay, like I have to be best friends with them because we've spoken loads already. Um, but actually like everyone's nervous. And like you come with your parents as well. So you can't straight away like go off and make friends. You know, you have to properly move yourself into this whole new city um but yeah like I just remember going into the kitchen and being like oh my god so I know who that is I know who that is like just off Facebook profiles which obviously don't tell you what a person's going to be like um but yeah that was one thing that really kind of stuck out for me it just yeah it was scary yeah no so me and Katie we would like vlog to each other <laughs> of like getting all the prep for uni and like you know what bowls we got or something like it's just it built like a foundation for you to grow off when you got to uni but one of the things that I remember was um when you would see people like walk past your door or like walk into the kitchen you'd be like oh my god I've seen them I can't believe like they're a real person um so it was quite cool to do that and similarly with Prisha I just remember when we had all the assemblies and stuff and then say goodbye to our parents we all met in like the eating room um for like a coffee and I 
nearly joined a completely different flower because I couldn't recognize anyone so it was really embarrassing for me but it was nice to like have those core memories of like meeting people and you know just seeing where it all went really definitely I think a couple like memories come to my mind when I moved in so um I'm not gonna obviously say names but like one of our housemates was just sat in the kitchen like really confident like chatting to everyone so we all just assumed that he was like in the year above or something um turns out now nah, like it was his first day and he was our flatmate as well um but I feel like everyone has such like different energies and different confidence levels and like just different personalities as well especially on that first day and um because we were like a flat of 16 I'd say like everyone except for five of us got along like fairly well um but I remember like we were trying to obviously socialize with everyone because we were like you know maybe they're just shy or whatever so I went and I like knocked on their door and I was like oh like do you want to come out with us tonight and he was like yeah I've got plans I was like what do you mean it's freshers like what but yeah I don't know what are your guys thoughts on like the whole first day like confidence thing I feel like it was kind of slightly different in the sense I was just like talking to Katie about this but um I actually didn't really speak to anyone before coming to uni like I was definitely added in things but I think I just felt this like nervousness a little bit like anxiety and one thing for sure like if you haven't gone to uni yet if you're added to massive group like chats on like Facebook or whatever with like lots of people you could get a bit put off like I think we all did just because a lot of the people that do speak on it like it might not even be them or like their actual personality and they kind of just act I don't know odd um but in terms of just like meeting people beforehand I actually like that is something that I mean we might speak about it later it's actually probably a good thing just to talk about just you know normal things see if you have anything in common because it does make you feel a little bit more at comfort when you do move in because I remember feeling like I don't really know anyone like the kind of classic like uni fears um so the first day was a little bit quiet for me I remember like just kind of unpacking and like you all know like my room was very like like I don't know I just like prepped it all very nicely <laughs> um and so like I took ages doing that and I remember feeling I can't like I don't want to leave like my room just because I don't know anyone um and then I think like as I said I, we went to one of those talks and we all kind of had to be together and but from there like you kind of go into your first like freshers event in the evening so it's quite a quick like you, you can just like immerse yourself quicker than you think um but yeah I don't know if anyone else has yeah I was gonna say something that David said earlier kind of made me think like Iman you probably feel the same when David because you lived on the ground floor of our like house that like people would walk past obviously we were on the top floor like no one walked past us unless they were already on that floor so I kind of felt like oh like if I actually want to meet people I'm gonna have to go down like I kind of couldn't wait for people to almost walk past and like take my opportunity there like I I very much was like oh, I'm gonna have to go and like sit in the kitchen and and almost like a sitting duck like wait for people to come to me um and I remember feeling like oh god it's like scary because everyone says you know like bring like a doorstop and keep your door open and you just get chatting to people that way but I think it was better because like by going to the kitchen then it, it puts you in like a like a middle ground you're not going into someone's room when you feel like nervous because you're in their space 
like it was actually quite nice because you're like oh this, everyone's going to be in the kitchen at some point um and you kind of it's more natural to speak to people there because you can be like oh what are you making or like I don't know it was kind of it takes the pressure off like a really intense conversation if you invite someone to your room or like you go into someone else's room and then you're kind of stuck there and then you're like how do I get out no, I was just going to say what, um, go off on what Prish said as well about the group chats. Like, I think especially if you get a group chat that's like very sociable, it can be a bit intimidating with all the messages coming through. Um, because I know, like, I honestly, I think you, like, Aman and Prish, you have not accepted me as a friend request on Facebook until third year. Like, I've known you for three years before you even actually accepted me so cheers for that one but um, um but like what Katie said with the flat especially with like our group as well it was more like the middle and the top um floors were like the more from like our group so I even felt like me being on the ground floor next to um some people it was a bit awkward because I was like what if I go up and like that out or like something like that like I just had like these little things of thinking crap what if you know just like insecure in like my insecurities came out about my like me socially like oh my god what if they don't let me in their room <laughs> or like oh my god what if this happens um but no I do think yeah like it was a bit daunting at the start but then once like your parents go home <laughs> and like things like that it was a bit like you had to rely on your other flatmates because you didn't have your parents to rely on um but the other thing that I do remember is like you didn't really I don't know about how everyone else felt but I felt like you didn't really have much time to be on your own before like all the freshers start like fresher events started which I think it it was both like a positive and a negative at the same time because like first night you sort of want to like get you know a bit recluded in your room and just sort of unpack what's gonna happen and stuff and sort uni but on the other hand like you get to really meet your flatmates and everything but I just remember that first night we did not give a shite we literally were just like our poor sticks they were, they were really trying to make us party but we were like no but like even so like I remember getting absolutely wasted on the first night and like I don't think I'd ever really really drunk before I came to uni so I do have to apologize <laughs> but um like I think as well that was quite fun but it can be quite daunting it honestly just depends on like what the type of person's like like you know what their shyness levels are or how sociable they are yeah, definitely agreed. Um, I think that kind of brings into like questions about like feeling insecure about like, like your mental health at uni. So did any of you guys feel like you really struggled or like you got homesick or like you actually went to sort of get help or like counselling or anything at uni? Um, I mean, personally, I, I think one of the points I was going to make like is I didn't have like lots of down days but I think it's very natural to have down days and I feel like in especially in first year everyone's kind of got this like excitement that's like I think once you're comfortable and you've settled into uni there is just still that excitement in 
you know, like meeting people or kind of going out. Um, also, because most places first year, you don't like your studies don't really count. Um, but I think the thing is, like, mental health is so important. And definitely, like, the uni has so much, like, to offer in terms of support. Um, but also just being open and honest with some of your flatmates, or even if they're not your, if your uni friends aren't, like, people you live with, having, like, at least one person, I think, is really important um, to kind of just bounce ideas off before you kind of can get into a state of, like, you know, like a, uh, how would you say that, like a, like a down kind of phase, because I feel like it's good to just kind of have those open kind of deeper conversations as well like everyone like says like oh dmcs but actually i think we can all agree we probably had a fair few of them and they kind of helped us to bond as well as just like helped us cope um and i'm sure like the others will say like there's actually like no like harm in like wanting or being homesick um and like feeling like you you don't belong at uni or you want to go home like I would say I think most of us made at least one trip home at least like if not more um, and that is just to like refresh yourself um, and I feel like there's no like shame in doing that and you don't have to be at uni all the time um, so if you have the means to then yeah definitely like go get refreshed um, like going home. Yeah no definitely um, I feel like we were all dead lucky as well because we clicked really quickly with each other and like I think we were pretty comfortable with each other we were quite close and so like past maybe a month in even though some people weren't homesick then the people that were had good friends like within a month if you're living with people you get so close so quickly um, I think that really helped all of us. Um, definitely I feel like I kind of made a home like away from home if that makes sense because I don't know if I'm not trying to play that devil's advocate but I feel like I genuinely had sort of different feelings to most people coming to uni I don't know if that's more of like a, I don't know, a culture thing or a personal thing but I felt like the freedom that I had at uni I'd never really experienced that before and that like really really helped my mental health. You said earlier that like you did almost have like a family away from home because like there you know there were things that I felt comfortable telling all of you that I didn't feel comfortable telling my own parents so it was just like it can be such a nice like stress reliever if you are in like a bit of a predicament at home but you have like your own like little family and you know you're in flats so it's like living in like one big happy-ish house <laughs> no it's fine I like I definitely understand that and um, I think whether you're going to like your friends or the uni regarding like mental health like that's always fine um I do think though that mental health like counseling services at uni weren't great because I think oh was it I went to them like I think once or twice yeah twice so the first time I ended up speaking to someone I think I told you guys this and he was like, I was trying to explain like the circumstances and everything. And he had nothing to say. He was just like, hmm. And like every time I said something, he was like, hmm. And I'm like, are you gonna say something else? Like, and he was like, so how does that make you feel? And he just kept asking me these really like vague questions, not giving me any advice, nothing. Just being like, do you do breathing exercises? And I'm like, I didn't know if that was cause like, 
actually no I think it was because there was like a bit of a cultural barrier like my kind of circumstances were directly relevant to me being like a South Asian girl and like I had to really go into detail in order for him to understand my situation and I think I kind of wish that if a uni is like trying to be more diverse or more inclusive, then that should extend to your mental health services as well. Like they should have been given some kind of training. Um, but yeah, I think that was one like criticism I had of like mental health. Like, yeah, I was I was just kind of like literally before you even said that, I was gonna say like I'm sure one of the reasons that it felt um a bit more uncomfortable is because they didn't fully understand the situation. Like you know, you kind of got regular like topics that I guess they kind of cover, but I feel like they kind of go to this default thing, which is like the breathing exercises, which isn't always what you want. Um, and I feel like that's that's why a lot of people at uni do have somebody that is a bit more of their rock, because once you get to know somebody, whether it's your friend, your flatmate or your course mate, you can just get to know them on a lot more of a personal level. So even if they can't fully understand the situation, they'll have a lot better of like, like a sympathetic nature to it because they know who you are. Um, and that's probably how we've all coped, I guess, is just kind of talking and getting things off our, our back a bit more to our friends rather than to like their support, the uni support network. Um, but yeah, I was just gonna, that's the back of that. So I think we should move on from this topic just because of time. Um, but essentially, guys, I would say like join societies, meet people who are like minded. Like the reason I could cope with my mental health stuff was because of close friends and like all of you guys, as especially. Um, but anyways, I think we should talk about like the juicy stuff now. I'm sure you've got a lot to say on this, David. <laughs> um, but I was gonna talk about like dating culture at uni and if we've had any experiences or if we've seen anyone go through experiences like what do you think are the kind of do's and don'ts at uni um but yeah David I'm actually gonna be like you go first <laughs> yeah um I had an interesting dating life because I didn't actually date anyone basically <laughs> still a single Pringle if anyone's watching this hit me up but um I'm a Leo I love dogs <laughs> I do right you gotta cut that out because that's so fucking embarrassing I want to kill myself um but I I think as well because uni obviously you're your own person so it, it lets you do things that like usually you wouldn't do so for me it was just sort of exploring and um everything and for me it was I found that a lot of the stereotypes that I thought were purely done for like sitcoms and um like dramas and stuff about like oh classic rugby boy whatever um like I thought they were all a joke but something that I found out was that like it was so interesting and like you know finding myself out but then equally having to deal with like all of those sort of aspects from other people that lay on to you like I I think out of entire first year about like 25 rugby boys messaged me and it was just so such a shock because I was like I've never had this and also I've never had any attention before so love that but so for me I sort of went off it because I really I've like I've never had like you know I've never been in a relationship I've never 
had like someone thought of me as a crush or whatever so I I was like oh okay um so <laughs> like I probably took it probably not how like normal people would um but then there would be times where like because you are in that vulnerable aspect of like you know people don't I think almost having like the label of a uni student it gives people the ability to sort of mess with you a bit like I remember I'd met someone and then they'd left the room and just before they went don't tell my girlfriend and I was just sort of there in shock like oh my god I've just been like the other person (laughs) and the other man um so for me then that sort of reacted badly on me because I thought I should have done research but like like for that time like you're not gonna be like an FBI like on this person to see if they're dating anyone because you just go off face value and like what they tell you um and I do think like also within the flat it was always quite interesting to have that banter with like your flatmates to be like oh who was that (laughs) type type thing because it was and then equally that brought you closer as well because then you'd be able to gossip and be like oh it was crap or like you know he's the love of my life when he wasn't (laughs) do you guys remember when we were stood in my bedroom and like looking we were like looking from the top who's that guy with (laughs) David we were like I was gonna say I feel like it was one of those entertainment things for us like as much as we did just love and we were invested it was just like oh who's this like we'd always like that catch up but yeah I do remember that it's so funny and also everyone goes through a host stage it is not you know live your life I did and it was traumatic so love that is that getting cut out (laughs) no it doesn't have to if he's comfortable (laughs) But yeah, Katie, Prasha, do you have anything to say on like the whole bar thing? Um, I mean, one of the things I was just going to say, I mean, it might just be York, but I feel like there was a really nice nature of everyone kind of knowing each other. If you did put yourself out there, that was um, like, even if it was like just going out or like clubbing scenes or being in societies. But what that also kind of meant is a lot of people kind of knew people. And if you were to get with anyone, it was like, I don't, I feel like it was kind of gossipy. Um, I know that does happen like in loads of other places but because of York being kind of small like being a campus uni I feel like compared to like a city uni um, yeah that was just one of the things I remember feeling like people did we just I remember so many times we'd be like wait how does that person know that person and it's like they were flatmates in first year or they did that society together and it's just like they're friends from home I'm like okay wow (laughs) like I definitely think because it was in York it was very cliquey um like there would be like you like you would go on a night out and I'd be like oh my god there's so many people who I know and then you'd almost feel uncomfortable because you're like well I don't want to talk to any of them but they're here um and especially sort of in that community as well it's like it's drama city so like people will just be like oh I remember someone was like oh my ex-boyfriend was in this block and I'll be like nice like (laughs) I don't want to know that um so I definitely think with it being such a small city it was quite 
cliquey and then if anyone saw you with anyone it would just spread like wildfire I feel like I don't know if anyone else sort of viewed it like that but yeah I do kind of get what you guys mean and like I would agree um but I do feel now I don't even wonder it's just because we're all a bit removed from it maybe it is just me but I'm like actually it feels like real drama in the moment and yeah it is at the time but now I'm like why did I care like why did any of us care no one yeah it was gossip but like it's really not that deep like you'd gossip about it for a day and then by the next day something else was the new drama like I overthought it so much I feel like we all did we'd all be like almost watching ourselves of like oh that person's here like can't say this or like their friends with that person like I don't know I feel I feel like we really overthought it much more than we needed to and I think I don't know whether that's just now because we're a bit older and we've just got like more life experience whatever that we're like ah oh, like I don't care anymore but like when you're 18 you just come to uni of course you're you just want to make good impressions you want people to like you I know I just felt like it was so funny like I think it was like it was never really like our close mate well a few of them some people we just didn't like um so like whatever and we weren't really secretive about that either I feel like but it was just funny like yeah we come into uni we're 18 like we're still stupid so and like it's not like we've got exams to worry about really so it was just content I feel like anyways we can move on from this topic now on to the more serious stuff um I was thinking about like the jump from first year to second year um about that like finding houses all that (laughs) um yeah I guess I mean this is one of those um so initially I mean our story was that uh, there was a group of us uh from our first year house um that looked to get a house um for second year um and then certain people can join and it was a bit messy and finding houses is a whole thing and I mean um we're all still friends put it that way <laughs> but um yeah it's a it's a whole thing so just prepare yourself um and also feel like we could have definitely made different decisions if we knew as well um I think you can just kind of get pressured nothing was wrong in certain aspects but definitely how it went about we could have done it differently um but in terms of the kind of jump I think there's just so many aspects like your living situation is so different um for most people that move from like halls to a house or to like a flat or whatever it is just like I guess even more independency like you're not under the kind of like college or the uni as much um it's actually quite nice like in some aspects you know kind of having a bit more of that freedom and living a bit more independently um but then there's also like a whole thing with your like studies um and our experiences were very different because of covid um so yeah it's there's definitely a jump uh, yeah i would agree i don't think like the uni necessarily prepare you as much for the jump as they should especially because everyone as we said earlier has the mindset of like first year doesn't count and then you're like oh my god this is like my actual degree and the work's harder and there's more of it and for us we had like zero contact hours like it was rough um and yeah like I think in terms of housing rather than like the work thing that was something that I was very aware of from like literally day one um in uni I was like I'm gonna have to choose people to live with and like I don't know who that's going to be I don't know how many I don't know where we're going to live but like it is a pressure that's there you know you have to find a house at some point 
and York's one of them that you have to do it really early on um and I feel like maybe yeah the work doesn't count in first year but you've got other things to worry about like all of that counts as well um as Prish said we probably all didn't like do it the way we would have wanted now but you are young like you don't know what to do and I think the pressure of kind of just finding somewhere is like really real like even if you just put it on yourself because I know I put it on myself I was like I want to have it kind of sorted because I don't want to have to worry about it I don't want to be scrambling in the York housing market which is like a notorious nightmare for a house um and as we said we're all still close now like the people you live with might not end up being all your best friends like like obviously I didn't live with all of you and you guys are still like some of my closest friends and the people that I lived with might not necessarily be in that category as well so I think but actually sometimes that's quite nice as well just to have a bit of space it's just a very different experience from first year living with like 16 people to then condense it down it's hard and yeah it does change the experience what what tips would you give to people like who are trying to figure out houses and stuff generally I'll go to David (laughs) well I feel like for me with the housing as well like because you know we were supposed to live together and it was actually my dad who was like so it was just it was difficult for me because obviously as a student and as a mate I wanted to live with my mates but I had to go by what my dad wanted so I was in such a sticky situation so I think that changed my view of like trying to get a house and stuff and so it was difficult to sort of be like right is this the person who I definitely want to live with because I don't know like six months down the line we might hate each other but we've already signed a contract and we're living together for the next year so it's sort of like a difficult scenario to be in and I think if I was to live in a house it would probably be a bigger house because then the reality of you like disliking someone months on lessened because there's more people in the house that you'll probably still be getting on with I think with the jump from first and second year I think is what Katie said like you you go in knowing that the first year won't really count you just need to pass so it's almost like you don't think about your degree as a whole and then second year hits and you're like Jesus what like I I should have been preparing all year round and like really feel like the uni should put more of an emphasis on first year than make it seem like a write-off because you know at the end of the day you you are gonna have to put in the work I guess like any advice for the changes would just be like try and be as um like routine as possible with your work and don't really slack but know that the first year there's not that added pressure yeah I mean kind of going on the back of that like just I feel like one of the things coming out of uni is like who you live with as I think Katie and you've probably all said like you don't always you're not they're not always going to be like your best friends but actually living with people that are like similar living styles to you is probably more actually what I think matters in some ways just because if you've it's quite hard to know so I think that is the difficulty and I reckon most uni students have come across similar problems to us um in terms of like living with different people but just having like similar things of how you live or like cleanliness or things that actually matter to you I think matters potentially more than actually how much you have in common in terms of like your interests which can also be really helpful but actually you can end up meeting people 
out of uni and like you can just treat your kind of space at home as like where you sleep and like study um which I guess some people want both um but having people that with similar habits to you I think is actually more important yeah 100% agree I think what people should take away from this is that when you're choosing housemates I think it's more about whether your needs sort of match each, each other's rather than like if you're best mates or not because if you're best mates and you like look the thing is you're in the same city still same like area kind of so you're going to see each other anyways so I think it's more about like what I've learned is that I was like oh I need them to be clean I need this whatever whatever and like that works for me that doesn't mean that you have to be like okay she's my best friend I'm gonna live with her kind of thing okay next topic clubbing because we all know you're gonna do it so yeah who wants to go first definitely pre's with some of our favorite like well I would say some of my favorite memories from first year just because I don't know I think you kind of get to know people obviously clubbing is clubbing you're like in a crowded room with good music hopefully um we used to go on quite regularly on one of like our favorite nights out um but as Katie said I mean York is not like known as like a very big clubbing city especially if you come from somewhere like Liverpool um which Katie does well the world but um I feel like yeah you kind of have to like know and do a little bit of research so you're not kind of over or underwhelmed potentially because I had friends where I live where it's not like there's hardly any clubs um and you kind of have to go to like the next nearest like city um that went to big cities and they got very overwhelmed with clubbing and like the nightlife and it kind of almost took over their uni experience in first year so it's a fine balance between just like don't put yourself too out there if you don't want to and just do whatever you're comfortable with there were people in our flat um David who um went out way 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 more often probably than the three of us um but then there were also people who never went out um and didn't like clubbing at all and in fact we were friends with everyone so it didn't really matter like it wasn't as much as it was a bonding experience it didn't mean that you couldn't get on if you didn't go clubbing or if you did go clubbing loads yeah I just remember when I think he was in first year when (laughs) me and Katie came back with one of our sticks and I was like running (laughs) and I grabbed him like a pole and I just fell straight on my arse um and it's just like little things like that like those core memories will stick with me forever because they're just so funny but equally like if you don't want to go out there's not there I never felt that pressure that if like if you don't want to go clubbing then there's there's no pressure if you don't you know if you you don't want to go that's fine and then if you do you know get wasted yeah so I think Obviously, I didn't get wasted, but I really enjoyed clubbing still. And I think I think one thing we need to kind of tell like our listeners or people going to uni who don't have like that much clubbing experience is like you can go with your close mates, but there's times where you're going to be meeting new people and you might go with people who are like older than you and who've got more experience. And I think you can get finessed. I feel like like I think because I didn't drink, I was definitely a bit more like conscious and I feel like I have a good sixth sense in general and like just I think your personality type as well but I got finessed one time because like these guys all got we were all going somewhere and like I paid for the uber did I get paid back nah but like I think that's such a like minor like example but basically I'm saying like be careful be wary because like some of those people you're going out with just aren't your mates um so especially when you're drinking you know like be careful 
yeah like definitely I think on any sort of level just have fun like you know you this is your kind of time to like be wild and free if you want to you know but also just be aware of like just the common dangers that, and that sounds like so simple but I mean we lived with you know one or two people that I would say didn't and weren't aware of these kind of things and kind of even just the whole culture of like as you're saying like meeting new people absolutely fine in fact a great way to make friends but just knowing like you know what feels safe and what doesn't and how like intoxicated you are in whatever capacity and your limits and like I know David you said you didn't really drink before uni but if you do or if you can have a bit of experience before like whether that's drinking or whatever to just try because otherwise if you come to uni not knowing anyone in your first week of like freshers it could you could get yourself into quite a like vulnerable position um or you could get finessed (laughs) so just like be aware of all of the kind of like common dangers which I'm sure everyone will know about I mean, I I kind of wanted to tell my whole um, losing my phone story (laughs) because this was basically how me and David, I think, definitely bonded. Um, It was, I think, what, like the second or third night of uni um, and we had a freshers night at one of the clubs and we had all gone and um, preed at Spoons and I don't know, I have no idea, like no recollection of how basically my phone from like an Uber to the club (laughs) got lost like it just I have no recollection we get into the club and everything and I just had no idea where my phone was and we were with our like sticks which are like these like older people um from uni and they were just like okay we need to find it we did quite a lot to try and find it couldn't do it and obviously that kind of ruins your whole like night and everything I was very paranoid about like where it was also because it's a phone and like very expensive so it's kind of just like what do I do um so I ended up going home um and I think I waited and one of the things I did was call up my like uber driver because I found his details and eventually I think David came home or was home that night and um we waited together um, until 3 a.m. until my Uber driver said, oh, I have your phone. <laughs> and I was like, amazing. And he was like, I'll come, I'll come at the end of my shift. <laughs> so uh, me and David in our pajamas, in our gowns, <laughs> go out into the car park of the uni um, accommodation. And we basically were like, okay, it's fine. And he, he, the Uber driver came, he handed me what he thought was my phone. And um <laughs> it was horrible it was basically not my phone it was somebody else's phone Uh, my heart dropped David me and him were just laughing I think as well just because it was just like so bad so bad Um, and yeah basically long story short I lost my phone um, and have never found it since so um, but had a great bonding experience with David because we stayed up till 3am and watched everyone coming in home like drunk or tired Um, and everyone else went to bed but we stayed up so it was really fun but yeah, that was my funny, freshest story. Honestly, you guys, if you heard, like, just the disappointment in Prisha's voice, you would literally want to die. Like, it was like, that's not my phone. And then it was just like, the. I think the walk back to the flat after that was just honestly so depressing because Prisha had just lost her phone. And it was, but it definitely was a bonding experience because I think that genuinely was, like, the second or third day. Um, 
of moving to uni so like that already had built like such a good foundation of a friendship like I remember and I'm sure she'll be fine with saying this as well like, I think it was the same like when Connie had her hair matted and Pressure Lich just got scissors out and cut it and it was just so funny because I think me and Prish, we'd had both sobered up because we were worried about a phone. But then I went to deal with, like, Connie, who was rattled and, like, with this massive chunk of, like, matted hair. It was just so funny. But, like, I think as well, in Freshers, I think, coming back, I think it must have been a Salvo's night. But when, like, as I said before, when... I was running and I think it was like a dress up as your own degree or something and I do education so I dressed up as like a little schoolboy. so ew but um I was running and I literally grabbed hold of like one of the poles at uni and obviously I was drunk off my mind so I just fell straight on my face and I just sort of stayed there for a while <laughs> whilst I was contemplating what just happened um so for me, that's like a major core cool memory. But I think one of my favourite memories with Amman was when she was at the library and she and I went to go do um, like work with her and she asked me if I could bring her some biscuits. And I, you know, like I'd never been in a cupboard before. So I was like looking for anything that like looked biscuit related and the only thing I could see was like these stale ass crackers and I was like oh this must be what she means and I remember I rocked up to the library and I've never seen disappointment so much in my life like she genuinely was just so upset that I'd brought these crackers and then she was like thanks. <laughs> that was so funny I was so disappointed in you and <laughs> we move guys we're going to move on to the more serious stuff because that's what you're at uni for don't forget. It's year three, and this is where everyone kind of has their crisis. I mean, we all kind of did. But anyways, yeah, Prisha, you go. Um, yeah, so obviously going from year two to year three is kind of just one of those, like, even bigger jumps in some aspects. I, I know a lot of people actually did really enjoy it just because they kind of specialise a bit more in their modules and things, but work is a bit harder. You do have less time to kind of socialise. But I feel like getting yourself into societies, I know, I mean, Katie was an, a year abroad, but I feel like going from second year to third year, just getting yourself more involved as your uni like experience kind of grows is just such a like core thing. You know, you can get yourselves into societies and meet loads of different people. And it means that your interests, you know, you can act on them, you can do things um, that is just different from other people. Um, and then you can get into like leadership positions and it just gives you a good experience, um, like aside from your studies. Um, so yeah, I definitely think if there's anything to kind of like advice to give for going into like third year is like before maybe in second or even first year, get yourself like slightly involved in things, have a little bit of a tryout of a few societies, see what you enjoy, um, because I think it's a good pastime and a good kind of like stress relief in some aspects um, from your kind of studies in third year, because it is quite stressful. Um, but yeah, I think that's kind of the society part of it. In terms of careers, I would say one of the things I wish I was more aware of was kind of not that I knew what I wanted to do in first year, but kind of applying to more things in first year can give you such like a 
like a help and a, a like a more preparedness for kind of applying second and third year and in terms of like companies and things you can actually get yourself in better positions which I know a couple of our friends have done um and now have offers I mean Katie has a, a graduate offer um and it just gives you a bit of a stress relief in some in some aspects um when you are in third year so if that is just anything I would like have what I would have liked to have been told or be more aware of is just not super like don't pressurize yourself in first year but put yourself in a position that if you get to third year you have these other opportunities yeah I would agree I think one of our friends I'm sure you will know I'm talking about did like an insight day in first year which got her an internship in second year which got her a grad offer for after third year um and like she's amazing so if she'd have applied as for any of them I'm sure she would have got it like if she'd applied straight away to the grad scheme she probably would have got it but the fact that she got she applied for the internship oh sorry the insight scheme gave her like a leg up for the internship which gave her a leg up for the grad scheme um so like it really does help to go and do those things in advance um my grad offer came from the internship that I did in the summer of my second year um and it just kind of takes the pressure off really for like coming now into third year um I just don't feel like I really need to apply for everything just so I have something to go to. I think I can really kind of specialise and only apply for stuff I really, really want to do. Um, people always say like applying for jobs is it's like a full-time job on top of your studies. It really is a draining process. Um, I think all of us probably have experience in that. Like nowadays, there's so many stages you have to get through before they're going to give you an offer, even with like a small company. This isn't just big companies there's a lot of stages you have to get through and and I think also I'm going to university career services because they can help you with things like a CV a lot of people have never done them before um but they can help they kind of know what people are looking for um and even if you don't have like work experience as we were saying before societies if you're on committees that's really good like transferable skills um like communication and everything like that leadership that stuff that people are going to want to see if you're applying for jobs so I would definitely re recommend that um if you don't know what you want to do and you're just unsure of what to apply to get those transferable skills up because that will really help yeah similarly to what um Kate said as well like I would really research in um like especially to what your degree can offer as well like I did education, but it doesn't include my teaching qualification. So after this degree, I'm going to have to do a PGC so I can teach. But I never knew that. I thought it was sort of like a given that if you do education, you're going to become a teacher at the end. Um, so I wish I sort of knew that in advance because then I could have potentially chosen a different course. Um, but likewise, like, I think, something that I wish I did more was like I was so in my head about societies and like meeting new people and like especially um like locker room culture um really like put me off some like specific sports but I wish I did actually apply for more societies because then it, I would have grown more like you know as Kate said like transferable skills that can help you in a job later um like I didn't I joined like the athletics club in third year when I should have joined it in first year um but equally I think like you're trying to figure yourself out and like know what you want to do so um I think 
for me, I would just say apply for everything because you don't have to stick to it. I think in first year, I, th I think for like sports, at least they had like a two week thing where like almost like a grace period where if you didn't like it, then you could just leave with like no sort of like leaving fee or something or like having to pay to join the sport. Um, but like with career wise, um, I think as well, like as Katie said earlier, like applying for jobs can be so draining, especially when you're feeling so drained from doing all your uni work and like, you know, especially in third year when you're doing all of your modules plus the dissertation as well, if you choose to do one. Um, like it can be really difficult to sort of get all that sorted. Um, and in my third year, I worked part time as well, which like even as a part time job, I would be so tired. So I, I think it would either be, well, what I can advise would be like really know yourself, know whether you will be able to handle the pressures of having your responsibilities in your part time job as well as your responsibilities as a student and with like, you know, coursework and everything. Um, because it can be quite difficult, especially if you have an employer who's like, well, you should do more work or I need you for more hours and sort of take advantage of your position as a student. Um, but yeah, like as Katie said, you know, go to any, um, even like, because the uni did loads of different talks as well. Like they would have people come in and do um, all these like seating talks and, things like even if you're not bothered or not interested just go to them anyway because they could include some really vital information that could be useful to you in the future as well definitely um i'm sorry do you mind if i just really quickly speak about like committee roles oh yeah perfect. yeah because i feel like all of us at some point have been on a society committee i don't know if you guys have the same experience as i did but like when i first decided to apply for a committee role um, for the society that I'm in that it was like the only society I really cared about at uni um, and it wasn't set up when I was in first year so it was actually while I was abroad that I saw they wanted someone for their committee and it was like the most junior kind of role on committee because I thought well I haven't been in this society very long like I don't have the experience like I'll just throw my hat in the ring and see what happens um, and I was elected but like I never would have like I, I was worried about doing a speech and everything I didn't think I was going to get it and now so from going from the most junior role I'm now like the president of that society and I feel like not to brag um it's just like a big curve of like this imposter syndrome when you first get started in societies you think oh these people know what they're doing they're just students as well like all it turns out when I was applying going oh I've not been a part of this society very long it's because it didn't exist like no one had been a, a part of it for very long so you kind of get in your head about things like that but actually I would say even if you're a fresher go for roles on committees a lot of them people don't tell you this a lot of them are uncontested a lot of like they just need people in those roles it's an amazing way to get experience and really like become close with people in the society because you know what's going on um but yeah I was really put off of doing that and then the second I did it I was like ah. Oh, I should have been doing this like years ago and now I'm like the president of the society and and it just it's a big part of my uni experience so I would definitely just encourage everyone to go for a role on committee if it's a society that you're even slightly like interested in or care about. Yeah I mean just 
literally reiterating it like what you just said is I couldn't agree more in terms of I mean similarly I got I think to like VP of a society and I mean that was just through again joining as like a member being part of a project team working my way up and honestly out of a degree and being part of that society I learned a lot in that society I learned loads of different aspects um and because it was also during kind of lockdown and then coming back into kind of normal life the transferable skills I learned from it like I don't think I could have learned in my degree um and therefore again meeting people during societies it is just such a great way of getting yourself involved and also keeping yourself busy because I think loneliness can definitely hit when you're at uni um and that kind of links back to the mental health side so I know as you said I think we've all been part of societies um and or committees and I think yeah just don't be afraid um as Katie said to like join early yeah and it's like similarly as well like I like so I wasn't you know I was in like uni squash but I it's not as like cool as what you know vice president and all that but I was the social sec um for squash so I would surprise surprise do all the club nights <laughs> and like plan all the pre's and things but even those like it gave you organizational skills it gave you like you know where, where's like the best clubs are at <laughs> like it like and it also like you had no pressure because you were surrounded by students it wasn't like someone was higher than you like you were all in the same boat so there wasn't that added pressure um but all like you know it it's something that can be really valuable on your cv as well because it's you know it can show that you know now going and you're willing to you know try new things as well yeah sorry <laughs> i was just creasing earlier but anyways yeah i think that's also true um we're going to move to the summary now so we talked about like housing, the jump from first year to second year, mental health, being involved, um, clubbing. But I think it all bottles down to like know, knowing yourself, learning about yourself. And there's no like right or wrong way. Obviously, be safe, like that's a given in with everything. But um, I think, yeah, if you if you feel like you're more of a clubbing person, like you do, if you're not, there's so much other stuff you can be doing as well. Um, but yeah, does anyone have anything to add to like tips or? Um, I just say like everyone is so different. You meet loads of different people at uni and it is honestly the best times and for so many people, their best years um, of like their life. So I feel like just take it as it comes, navigate it how you want to um, and just like have fun, but also be sensible um, and, and be open. I feel like being open at uni can be quite difficult depending on what like, kind of background you come from. But I think it can go quite a long way in terms of receiving openness back and then building friendships and relationships, being open-minded just in general would be probably my biggest tip. Um, I think my biggest tip would be like, don't put pressure on yourself to expect anything out of the experience uni is so different for everyone some people love it some people have a good time but it's not their best years like but like there's no pressure whatsoever you will have the experience that you're gonna have and a lot of that is if you put yourself out there and make the most of it it's kind of the more you give the more you get back from it um but don't put pressure on yourself to find um you know your friends in the first week the best friends like that you'll have for the rest of your life because I think a lot of us kind of 
fell into our friendships. It wasn't a moment where you go, we're going to be best friends. Um, it just kind of happens and it, it evolves over time. You end up being friends with people that are quite different from you and that's really lovely. Um, and don't think put too much pressure on, I'm going to get first because maybe you're not, but that's not the end of the world. I think as long as you're working hard and you're, you have a healthy lifestyle, you're balancing everything. If you can, like the best you can do is good enough. I just think, um, I think a lot of people get overstressed at uni and they, they overthink it, especially like just before you go to uni, it's difficult to know what to expect, but yeah, just take it as it comes. That would be my main tip. Yeah, similarly to what Kate said as well, like I biggest advice would be not to put pressure on yourself to be liked by everyone because, you know, you might be the sweetest peach, but no, like some people just don't like peaches. So it's like, you know, don't put the pressure, pressure like like don't put the pressure on yourself to be liked by everyone because the majority is like you know not everyone is very rarely that everyone really likes you so I wouldn't put this pressure on yourself to be liked and like just be your own person and you know stick to your routine come back from a lecture write up your notes because even though in the moment you really don't want to do it at the very end like it will be really beneficial to you thank you guys for coming on to the podcast and thank you everyone for listening make sure to follow the instagram page at talking.me for updates on new releases and yeah recommend it to your friends and family we'll see you next week